0: Welcome to the Life Melbourne podcast. We're so glad you're joining us for another hope-filled message. We pray that you're encouraged by this powerful word from our Sunday service. If you've just come in the room or just joined us online, today we are believing for a, a, a day full of the miraculous, a day of healings, a day of breakthrough. And I know that some of us stand in this room with what would be some pretty significant situations, but I want you to know you have a very sovereign God. And it is in His nature to heal. It is who He is. He is healer. And when you have time at the table, I pray that we've been able to capture that message from last week. But when you have time at the table, you realise as you break bread, Jesus is saying, I broke my body so your broken body can be made whole. And then we would come to the point that it's not about trying to work Jesus up to do something that He hasn't already done. No, it's already done. So we're gonna step into what He already has available. And I love what the Bible says. Is there anyone here that loves Jesus? Is anyone here that believes in Jesus? It's always a good starting point. It's always a good starting point. And if you don't, that's okay. Really awesome to have you here. Maybe you just heard, oh man, I heard I can uh, you know, get this back pain sorted because people are going to pray for people. What great faith that you have, that you've come. You've clicked on because someone invited you and said, hey, we've got a church service. We're going to pray for people that are sick. And you thought you'd click on. I'm just honoured that you would take the time. And I'm just really believing on the other side of your obedience and faith, God's going to move in your life. Uh, and I want to encourage those who are at home. Uh, we actually are going to have a, on the lower, when we start to pray for people, we're going to have on the screen uh, an area that you can actually like click and it's going to enable you go to a prayer request. All right. And so in there, you can actually write your prayer request. And then before the service is over live, we're going to stand as a church and we're going to pray for every single need that's sent through. All right. So we're going to do that. And I'm able that to happen, and also while we're praying for people, uh, I want it to be adults initially so that you have time to respond, but then also we're gonna open up if parents, you wanna go get your kids because your kids are just going through stuff, had sickness after sickness after sickness, or they've got a diagnosis of any sort, then I'd love you to go and get them so we can pray for them as well. And let's just stand believing for miracles. Let's do what God has commissioned us and actually instructed us to do. But I love this. So we all love Jesus, right? We believe in Jesus. And He said to them, go into all the world and preach the good news to creation. Whoever believes and is baptised will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will, and these signs will accompany those who are professors, those who have doctors, degrees in faith, those who only walked with Jesus. No, these signs will accompany those who believe. You're going to go, oh crap, I just said before I believe and now you're going to expect me to heal. Yeah, that's what God actually expects of us. I'm actually, and He says that to me, all right? So, and I'm sorry I said this, the, 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 that word before. Um, <laughs> oops. Um, I love it. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons Come on, that's not something we need to be scared of or afraid of. If there's a, a moment where somebody responds because of demonic activity in their life, that's not like, oh no. That's like, come on Lord, set them free, cast it out, let them be loose so they can move forward. Come on, that's a. it was in every request was to see those who actually had oppression in their life because of the enemy, that that would be cast off. They will speak in new tongues, which is awesome. Hope got prayed for on Wednesday night, baptised in the Holy Spirit. Then she's like literally just shut up a cundering, like can't control it. We see her afterwards and she's, first time I've ever cried happy tears. Like, and just like, just moved by the power of God from 10 years old to 98, 105, whatever age, the Holy Spirit wants to move in our lives. He wants to, they will pick up snakes with their hands. This is written for us in Australia. They will drink deadly poison. That's for us who got the jab and it will not hurt them at all. Come on, we don't. the tests weren't proven what was in it. I wasn't taking it, thanking God for a vaccine. I was taking it going, God, if this means I can still minister, I'll minister, but I trust you're over it all. I'm not anti, I'm just saying, I trusted God in that moment. I didn't trust science, I didn't trust. Come on, let's just align ourselves to who we come under. Sorry, that again, this is, we shouldn't be saying this in the night because it's all online. I mean, <laughs> come on, it will not hurt them at all. Listen to this. They will place their hands on sick people. They will get well. They will get well. You can take a seat. Thank you, guys. So great. Go into all the world, preach the gospel. These signs will accompany those who believe. Those who believe. You know, I think the challenge we have in today's reality of what we can Google and what we can search and how we are so quick to diagnose is that we are quicker to speak over ourselves the problem than we are to stand in the promise, myself included. We're quicker to turn to the medicine cabinet than we are to the master healer himself. And that's not saying that we don't need medicine. We love our doctors. We love that God has gifted and enabled people to be skilled in this area, absolutely 100%. But I believe it comes with an and. I believe it comes first in the name of Jesus. And then it's also in the provision of everything else He has made possible as a good God who is a creator who loves to lead people into healing. But I do believe in instant healing. And I, um, and I really just to wanna, wanna jump into this but basically, you want to help us understand a little bit as well, and this is how I t- talk to myself uh, when it comes to operating in the area of praying for the miraculous. All right, because we are all called to believe, and we're all called to stand for that which is impossible to man to be made possible by God. But we've actually got to put ourselves in impossible situations, right? And so, uh, and so. I know for me, I've just got a heart that when I hear of a sickness or I see someone in pain, you know, I just can't help but go and pray. I can't help it. When I was at the coffee line a couple of weeks ago, Christine came hobbling up, having twisted and rolled her ankle the day before. She's hobbling in to get caffeine uh, because who knows, even when you can't walk, you still gotta get a coffee. Comes to get coffee and there I am chatting to someone, see you're hobbling, what's wrong? Oh, I twisted my ankle, I can't hardly walk on it. And I said, well, that's not good. How about we get a creative miracle and caffeine at the same time? (laughs) Laid hands, prayed in the name of Jesus, be healed, right? All pain, all inflammation, all restricted movement will be restored in Jesus' name. All right, hey, by the time you get your coffee, it's gonna be done. All right, cool, let's do it. Because if we stand in a place wondering, God, are you big enough? Can you actually do these things? Come on, we have a God who created the world, who spoke. Come on, and the stars were created. He knows them all by name. He spoke and breathed into the dust and we were formed. He's, he's God of all. Here I am talking to somebody and then Christine comes up and goes, honestly, honestly, I can't believe this. I've never, I don't know. I mean, are you serious? Like, it's actually like, this is, this is a miracle. Like, it's just like, and, we, and it's awesome. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, what, that's so good. But part of me is like, at the same time, should we be surprised? Or should this not just be the overflow of the reality of the authority that we carry as His kids? They'll follow us. They'll follow us. So number one, this is what I always say to myself, all right? Not out of a hype myself up, get the energy flowing, right? I say this out of God's Word. Number one, Craig, it is done. Craig, it's done. What you're actually believing for is actually already been done. I'm not, I I, I know right now it doesn't look like it and it doesn't feel like it. I know right now the doctor's report's still the same, but in the sense of what I'm saying is, is that on that cross, when Christ died and He rose again triumphant over death, sickness, the grave, illness, oppression, the enemy, every lie, then it is done. He's won the victory. So what I'm believing for isn't, gosh, I hope God can go and make a way. No, He's already made the way. Craig, it's done. Right, Philippians 2 tells us, therefore, because he was obedient to death, even death on a cross, he humbled himself. Right, and therefore God gave him the name that's above every other name, and at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. That tells me that whatever is lacking, whatever isn't aligned, and whatever is out of place must bow its knee to the wonder of a God who made a way. So I tell myself, Craig, it is done. It is done. It is done. Doesn't matter how big it seems to you, it is is done. It's done. i got to stand in the wonder of what the cross has already made available to us. Stop wanting the Saviour to go back to the cross. He's already been. He's already conquered. He sits at the right hand of the Father, having entrusted the Holy Spirit that we would have the same authority, co-heirs with Christ, ambassadors for God. What is an ambassador? Ambassador is someone who carries the authority and he carries the words of the one who sent him. An ambassador does not go into a point of decision and then think, I better ring up and find out if I have the authority. No, you've been entrusted the authority. Now go and stand in the authority you have, speak the word He's given you to speak, and then enable that which has been entrusted you to enable. It is done. I have found this out in my own life. I've never had a physical miracle in my own world, even though I had prayed for many people and seen them God do incredible things. And I tell you what, this is the important part of our heart motive and all of this is God always gets the glory. No one stands here and goes, oh my goodness, I healed that person and you'll never see what I did and never see. No, 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 there's nothing in that. No, we are conduits of what Christ is doing in that moment and He then gets all the glory, right? I won't take the blame if something didn't happen how I thought it should happen, but also I will not take the glory if it happens exactly as we declared it to happen. So, I had an Achilles injury over and I never had one before and I was doing a lot of running over lockdown and I got really frustrated by it because it was kind of my moment to break free and to, and to have this moment where I was just like, it was just real God time. I got this crazy Achilles injury and I couldn't run a kilometre at the time. And I was really like, God, what is going on? I believe that it's done. I believe that it's done. And then so it was like God said to me, well, run like it's done. Run like it's done. So I set a challenge for myself. Literally, it was two years ago because it was October and, uh, and I, that I'd run uh, the same distance as the date every day for 21 days. So in the end, you end up running about, I don't know, 200 and something kilometres in 21 days. And you kind of going, what? That sounds a bit weird. Yeah, no, it was. And, um, and it hurt a lot, right? I went from having a sore Achilles to having to sore everything. And um, anyway, the first couple of days as I started running, 100, 200, 300 metres into it, started to hurt again. And at that point, you have to decide, well, where's the authority lie? Does the authority lie in the pain or does the authority lie in the promise? Come on, don't don't give authority to the pain. Don't give authority to that, which the enemy's trying to tell you. You'll never break through from that. That's always gonna be your case. You're always gonna be submitting to that. No, 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 what's the promise God has given you? Stand on the promise. And so took the promise and just kept on running. Run like it's done, run like it's done. About 100, 200, 300, maybe a kilometre later, the pain would go and I was able to continue on running. Never had a problem with it since and it was the first time I've experienced it. But I'm gonna tell us, what's our mentality? Is our mentality, maybe it could be done or it is done. It is done in the name of Jesus. I love what 1 Peter uh, 2, um, 1 Peter 2, 24 says this, he bore... He Himself bore our sins on His body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. And then it says these words, by His wounds you have been healed. Not by these wounds you might be healed, by these wounds you could be. Come on, we've got to stand in that place of being cemented in our spirit that what He's made available is done in Jesus' Name. Number one, it is done. Number two, by faith. It is done by faith. Not by works, not by revving it up, not by going hard enough. Even though I speak passionately and I'm not going to apologize about that, but I'm not trying to stir something up that's not there. Yeah. That's right. right? My confidence in today is in my obedience. The confidence I have of God moving and bringing breakthrough. For some of us, we've been dealing with stuff for years. Today is a day of breakthrough. Today is a day where it changes. The chapter's going to turn and you're going to step into a new season. The confidence I have in that is not, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, we're going to get out of the boat here, oh my goodness. The confidence is is that God's led the moment from the start. And so I'm not trying to make something happen that He doesn't want to happen. No, by faith... Come on, I am able to stand. What is it? By faith, Abraham. By faith, Moses. By faith, Noah. Faith moves mountains. Come on, I love the woman with the issue of blood. 12 years every day reminded of the ailment she had in her body, but she had in her spirit, Matthew 9 says, that she said, If only I touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. She had a conviction that it was done, but she also had a conviction of what she had to do. And what she had to do was she had to push through the crowd and there's things that we're gonna to have to push past today to get to the moment where we grab hold of what God has for us. But it takes us by faith. Come on, by faith, Joe and Jacinta prayed for one of our other great church members who no doubt is probably joining us online. Joined, And they went to the hospital and they prayed for sight For only to get a text the next day saying, brother, you'll never believe it, but my eyesight has returned. Not only has it returned, it's better than it has been for the last two years. God has done a miracle in my life. By faith, our prayer team, every single week, all week long, stand on behalf of anyone that puts a prayer request in. And by faith, the other week I saw a list of like, well, thank you God for a miracle here. Thank you God for a miracle there. 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 I need to get the list so I'm not just saying there, but I'm telling you, God is a God who moves by faith. By faith, by faith, respond. By faith, come up. By faith, stand. Our part is enabling His promise. And if we do our part, He will do His. If we do our part, He will do His. Our part is actually the possible. His part is the impossible. See, I can lay hands, I can do that part. All right, now God, now it's your part. But if I don't do my part, he's stuck, unable to do his part. Come on in your family, what happens when someone gets sick? What happens when oppressive thoughts come in? What happens when lies start to stay? What happens when unforgiveness walks in the room? What do we do? Do we stand there and just admire it and just diagnose it? Or do we actually go after what God has called us to do? Say, no, no, we're going to stop and we're going to pray. And by faith, God is going to move. He's going to shift the situation around. This report about our job ending? No, no, no. This report about a recession hitting our home? Nope, not an hour. Because why? Because our provider is not the economy. Our provider is a loving father. I'm I'm not bowing to it. I'm not accepting it. I'm not calling down poverty and lack into my life. No, I'll stand under the promise of who we are as kids. By faith by faith. Without faith, actions, without actions, sorry, our faith is dead. Without faith, our actions are dead. It was talking about in relation, in the book of James, it's talking about this, but it's in relation to people having food. You can say, hey, you love them and you pray for them, but if you have food and they don't, then you should do something. I think it's a very... Parallel example when it comes to the reality if you have someone who's in need of a miracle in their life, yet we have the ability to be able to stand in faith for a miracle, but yet we don't and we don't pray. Faith without actions is death. Right? It's obsolete. Without obedience, our faith is obsolete. What is obsolete? It means it produces nothing and it becomes out of date. We have not got an out of date producing nothing faith. We have a faith that produces hope. We've got a faith that produces a work of God. We've got a faith that has authority to see mountains moved, as I said before, and valleys raised up. I love it. Number three, what do I say? So it is done by faith. Number... Three, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. It is done by faith in the name of Jesus. Jesus commissions His team, His believers, us. He commissions them to go into all the world and to make disciples, baptising them. He also in Matthew and and in Mark, as we read earlier, He sends them out and He says, come on, I want you to raise the dead. Just a small little, uh, now from what I understand, nobody in this room is dead as yet. Uh, But I do believe those who are dead in their soul, dead in their spirit, because you've not yet been alive in Christ, I tell you what, there's gonna be some life given to people. There's gonna be some people receiving eternal life in the name of Jesus before this service is out. And team, why don't you come and join me? But the enemies come to steal, kill and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to full. Jesus is the Good Shepherd who laid down His life so that we can be able to receive the fullness of life. Do we believe that? He empowers and He instructs the disciples to go from that moment. Then they are filled with the Holy Spirit. Tongues of fire rest on all of them and then they go out And basically they're going into church and there's a man who's been there, a beggar who's blind, who's been there since birth. He's about 40 years old. He's been there. Everybody knows him. And he says to the the guy, say to him, look at me, look at me, look at me. He looks at them with expectation to receive something. And the Bible says, hey, silver and gold we do not have. But what we do have, we give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And he says to him, walk. Isn't it amazing? He didn't pray, God, I really thank You for this great man. I thank You, Lord, that He has a purpose on His life. And I really just pray that today, hopefully you're going to meet Him. You're going to satisfy the desires of His heart. No, no, no. You notice that Jesus never prayed for a miracle. You know that He always stood there and commanded it to take place. He touched and then He spoke. And one word would cause someone to come to life. One word would set somebody free. One word would see the enemy flee and full life being restored. And I love it. They said, what we don't have, but this is what we do have. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. One word. He jumps to His feet, singing, praising and dancing and runs into church. It's amazing because then the next scripture goes on and they're basically all the religious leaders are getting a little bit like, whoa, 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 hang on, what's going on? Everybody's starting to get stirred by this man, Jesus. People are start, Healings are starting to break out. News is starting to spread. We've got to slow this down. We've got to stop this. Right, they pull. They pulled Peter and John before them and they began to question them. They said, by what power, by what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we have been called to account today for an act of kindness, isn't it amazing that healing is kindness? God moves compassionately through healing. For an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and being asked how he was healed, Then know this, you and all these people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you have crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, it is done, that this man stands before you healed. Listen to this, verse 12. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind, but which must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John, they realised, listen to this, they were unschooled and ordinary. Anyone feel unschooled and ordinary? All the time. But thank you, Jesus, that the Holy Spirit is enough. Thank you, Lord. Come on, that His empowerment is enough. They were astonished and they took note of these men and being with Jesus. Since they could see that the man who was healed standing there was with them, they could not say anything. Listen to this. And then they called them in again and commanded them to teach not, sorry, not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. See, I think what the enemy wants us to do is to diminish and to get familiar with the reality of Jesus and and who He is and what He's done and what He's able to do. That we don't stand in the authority of the name, we stand in the friendship of the name, but He is Lord and He is Lord over all. And we need to know that there's moments we actually have to rise with an authority and rise with a conviction and stand in the authority that God has given to us that does not cower, does not back down. What our world needs now is not a whole bunch of complacent Christians. What they need is a whole lot of people that are willing to bear light, shine hope, bring love, bring grace, shine truth, see the reality of the power of God at work to set people free. And He says, just don't say the name Jesus. They realize where the power came from. And today when we lay hands on people, when we stand with people, we are not going to shout at you. We are not going to push people. We are not going to force anything upon you. But we are going to declare in the name of Jesus, be healed. Because that name is declared. He rose, it is done. By faith we activate it. And it is in His name miracles are made possible. On their release, Peter and John went on their own. They told of what things had happened and then they started to pray. Verse 29, now Lord, consider the threats and enable your servants, listen to this, they're being threatened, they're being told they're gonna to be imprisoned and all this kind of stuff. It says, now Lord, consider these threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Don't enable your servants to hide in this hour. Don't enable your servants to shrink back and not be put in a situation where confronted. Do not enable us, Lord, to just get by without anybody being pressuring. No, 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 stretch out your hand to heal. Perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the Word of God boldly. It is done by faith in the name of Jesus. It is done by faith in the name of Jesus. It is done by faith in the name of Jesus. So what we're gonna do is we're just gonna now create opportunity for everybody to respond. Everybody to respond. And we're gonna take time to, if you're sick, we're gonna anoint you with oil. And I love it. What does James say? And the Lord will rise you up. He will rise you up. Oh, but I've been prayed for many times that nothing's happened yet. Would you go again? Would you go again? I got faith for you. Our team have got faith for you. Oh yeah, but you don't understand. This is a rare condition. It's like, you know, not a lot of people understand it. Well, God understands. He sees and He's able. Could we just believe that He's big enough to be able to undo all the complexities and enable, come on, and commission a healing in this place? I love it because if you don't respond and you're not coming up, then I would love us to set an atmosphere of worship Right? Was it not the praise and the worship of uh, the Apostle Paul in prison that enabled the shackles to start to shake and be loosed free? So we don't stand here going, oh, well, this isn't really for me today. I tell you, if you've got nothing out of today, God help you, right? Because I'd hope that we'd go out this place and as we walk into the supermarket, watching somebody on a crutch slowly walk in, we might just say, oh God, would you give me this minute? Would you give me this moment to let your kingdom come? Because there's something shake inside our lives to see the signs and wonders, and the Bible tells us clearly, signs and wonders will follow the teaching of the Word. You haven't heard a whole lot of theory from Craig. You've heard the Word of God spoken with clarity. So I believe as we lay hands and obey, He's gonna move powerfully. Amen. This stuff stirs me up, man. This stuff gets me. I love it. I love it. And we will stand and we will pray. And we will declare. When you come up to be prayed for, just a couple of things, I think that really helps us is just, is I want you to come up and I want you to let us know what we're praying for. All right, I just, I just, I'm constantly just filled with voices that tell me I'm not good enough. Okay, we'll pray in the name of Jesus. We'll believe that any demonic words that come into your life in any way that the enemy has a stronghold will be lifted off and that the spirit of life will come in. See, what we're doing is we're telling what that is there, which is not of God. No sickness is of God. No oppression is of God. No depression is of God. No, no, that will go. And then we're going to speak life of what's going to come. And does that make sense? A spirit of healing is here to move. What I don't want us to do is I don't want you to come up here and start magnifying your pain. Oh, Craig, would you be able to pray for this pain in my back? I've had it for about 15 years and you'd never believe it. But then when I was about actually 13, yeah, it was 13 years ago that I was doing this thing. And then now every time I do that, I know you'll never guess how bad it is. In fact, this morning I woke up and I was, I don't need a hero. Stop magnifying the pain. We're not here to talk up your issue. Wow, what a big issue. Look at your issue. Come on, we're just here to come and stand. What is it? i got pain in my back. I think it's a disc problem. Brilliant. Let's believe in the name of Jesus. Come on, every area that's, un, that's not aligned, let it be aligned. Every area of information, let it go. What's wrong? I can't see clearly. All right, let's believe for 2020 vision. Be healed that you would receive sight in Jesus' Name. We won't spit in your eyes. I give you that confidence. Well, I won't. If somebody else feels led, then, then write them the email. Come on, a mustard seed of faith enables a mountain working father just a mustard. You just need enough. Just, just, just Maybe it's just the press. This, the, I'm just going to get out of my seat. Maybe it's at home. Oh, they won't want another email of another request. I want you to respond right now. If we can put the banner up for the team to respond, that'd be awesome. And so we're going to pray. We're going to go after it. We're going to lay hands. We're going to anoint with oil. We're not going to pray long-winded prayers. We're going to, if it's appropriate, we're going to put the hand on the area. All right, so if it's a knee and you're okay, with someone will say to you, is it okay if I put my hand on your knee? Yes, that's fine. Is that okay if I put it on my back? Yes, that's fine. Whatever it might be, if it's appropriate. Otherwise, we'll put a hand on your shoulder or we'll hold your hand because I believe there is power in unity. I believe there is power. When God says you will lay hands on the sick, you know, the amazing thing about that is in the Old in the Old Testament in that time was actually if you were to touch the sick, you became sick. But that's what I love about Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. When you touch sick and dead things, they change, you don't. You don't get sickness, no, they get healing because that's who our God is. That's what He does and that's what He's designed. So I would love us to step into that. Um, and so why don't we stand to our feet. Just for time, we we're going to have a moment of worship just to help. Get ourselves there, but I just believe, come on, we don't need to get ourselves there. I believe God's here to move. You might need to push past a few people. Don't feel bad for that. Just, you know, just excuse me, I'd love to go and get prayer. Go for it. Again, if you're, if you're like, actually, I just feel like I don't need to respond. There's nothing in particular that I want God to move. And then would you just set that atmosphere of faith of worship? Would you just stretch your hands towards people say in Jesus' name, yes and amen. God, do what only you can do. Set people free. If you wanna come up as a couple, there's challenges in your marriage, oh, we're just fighting, there's friction at the moment. Come on, that's a great prayer to believe for healing and whatever it might be. And then in about five, 10 minutes time, well, I'm gonna encourage you, if you're a parent and you wanna go get your kids, go and get your kids and you can bring them in and we'll pray for them as well. And we're just gonna believe, come on, let's just believe for healings to flow. Let's just believe for a new authority to be stepped into in the wonderful Name of Jesus, in the Name of Jesus. God, I thank You that You're here. I thank You that You are here to heal. I thank You that You're here to deliver. I thank You that You're here to rise up. I thank You that You're here to set free. Father, I right now just bind any lie of the enemy that says, well, you don't need it. Oh, don't bother them. It's not that big a deal. No, Father, if it's an issue for us, then it concerns Your heart too. Father, You never called us to live bound. You called us to live free. Father, not for our glory, not for our accolade but God we just declare your name is being lifted up Lord you are being exalted God it is you and you alone so father I just declare Lord that there would be great faith, great faith, great faith in Jesus name in Jesus name for we declare every victory is yours in Jesus Christ it's His name. Come on, if you're here in the room and you know that God has done a miracle as someone has prayed for you and God has moved in this moment, you know that God has done something. Whatever you walked in with, it's not the same. It's been shifted, it's been changed. Would you raise your hand with confidence and without hesitation say, yep, 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 that's me, 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 that's me. Come on, God is moving in this moment. That's me. Come on, absolutely. The greatest miracle of all is when a heart gets united to Jesus. It's one thing to have a miracle for a lifetime. It's another thing to receive life eternal. The Bible says that we will, anybody sick, let's pray for them. But if they've got sin in their life, they will be forgiven. We need to go to Jesus with every area of sickness in our life. Sin is sickness in our life, in a sense. It separates us from God. We were caught, we were actually born in with this sickness. But God never designed us to live with sin in our lives. He actually created us to live in perfect relationship with Jesus. I'm speaking to every person that's at home watching. If you're here and you're joining us and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, could we pray now the greatest prayer of all? Come on, that someone and anyone would be able to receive Jesus as their Lord and Saviour. You may have come because you just wanted to get something from God. I'm telling you, would you take the miracle, but greater, would you take the security of eternal life in Christ and be saved in Jesus' name. There's no other name to which we can be saved but the name of Jesus. So as we actually open our heart and call on the name of He meets us in that point. The Bible actually says He wipes the old away and He gives us a brand new beginning. Hope, peace, eternal life, forgiveness, love. That's what you were created to live with. It doesn't come in accessing and having. It comes in a relationship with Jesus. If you don't have that relationship, but maybe you once did, but you're far from Him, you know you're disconnected and today you need to come home. Come on, will we pray this prayer before we close that you would know Christ afresh in your life over the very first time. Every eye closed, every heart open. If that's you and you say, Craig, would you help me to know Christ? Would you help me? Would you lead me in a prayer that I could know Him? It'd be my honour and my privilege so I know who I'm praying for. If that's you in this room, God's knocking on your heart. You know it's your time to respond. It's time to come home, time to open up your heart. Would you just lift your hand and say, Craig, that's me. I need to Get right with God. That's me. I need to know Jesus as my Lord and Saviour. That's me. I need to let Him wash away my sin and give me a brand new hope, a brand new beginning. If you're at home, I know I can't see you, but God sees you. Would you respond as well and say, yeah, Craig, that's me. Thanks, mate. We love you so much. Love what God is doing. Somebody else say, yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Okay, every person in this room, let's pray this together. Say, dear Jesus, today I invite you into my heart to be Lord and Saviour of my life. I give You my life. I give You my heart. I lay down my ways and I choose You. I receive Your grace. I receive Your love. Make me brand new. Set me apart. I declare, I believe in You and I will follow You from this day forward. I am a believer. I am a Christian. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, everyone, let's honour. Let's celebrate and Thank God. It's so good. We trust that you are encouraged by this powerful message. You always have a place to call home here at Life. And we invite you to join us for our Sunday services at our Melbourne campus. If you're not in Melbourne, then join us for Church Online, wherever you are in the world. Just head to lifeau.org to stay connected and find out more.